Welcome to Real Estate 2020, a podcast series hosted by the minds behind the Seabach team, Realty One Group's number one realty group, where Principal Jeff Seabach and partner Phil Sexton divulge the backstory where you find out what it's like to be in meetings with one of the top teams in the country selling over $150 million over the past 12 months. I had sold real estate for about... I don't know, let's call it six transactions. Maybe, uh, that's probably eight transactions in 2003. And when I left to um, go on my own, the uh, what I thought was the uh, epiphany of this is, you know, I'm gonna kill it because in 2003 I left. I started selling real estate on the side. I started converting web leads. Maybe many of you have heard this story in a different tone, but. Um, and I made the decision that I didn't want to work for a company anymore. Probably some of you were in the same path. I wanted to run my own business. Um, so I, I started building up my business and I was like, okay, once I save 60,000, I'm going to leave. And when I leave, I'm going to, you know, just kill it because it's real estate and it's easy. And I'm, you know, well, I leave and I don't sell a house for five months. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, we call it poor. Um, because it just was, it was weird because in the company when I was, I had tar- what I called target practice. I had, every time I walk in the office, there was 350 people working at the company, 175 of them were in an office, and I could network inside the office. <laughs> right? I would just go to people's cubicles and say hi, and, and oddly enough, that led to a lot of business for me. Because I knew the people. It, I, at the time, I didn't think that uh, as database marketing, that wasn't like, I was like, okay, cool, I'm a database marketing, walk up to people, say hi. But anyway, so I leave the company, and then all of a sudden, I was uh, in my uh, house in Greyhawk, staring at the walls. And as I stared at the walls, hoping that the phone was going to ring, I started to um, wonder what should I be doing? What activities should I be doing? So um, I had a friend in the business and then it was, oddly enough, I didn't do it during the five months where I didn't sell anything. So the spring comes around and 2004 was hitting and I just continued to do the same things that I was doing and following up with web leads. But I still had this huge vacant thought process of is this... Is this what should I be doing or, or is that what I should be doing? So I uh, reached out to a friend and he had been in the business. Him and his wife had done, we're doing like about five million roughly. And he's like, you know, you should join our team. So I was like, this sounds interesting because I was lonely. And I was sitting in Well, no, but the thing is, is real estate is very lonely. Is that the, in the excitement of it all, unfortunately, you... Uh, become an entrepreneur and you know it, I, no one said that it was going to be lonely but that was just the truth of it so I agreed and I paid him $350 a transaction while he kind of coached me because he had um, meaning the I would go to his house we would meet right we we'd talk about buyers we talk about <laughs> strategies that kind of thing then over the next year I sold more houses than him, and I stopped the mentor program, meaning that like I, like I was like, you know what, I don't think I need, right, like at the end of the year, 
In 2004, I ended up doing 7.2 million, and he did 5 million. And then I was just kind of like, hey, I think I'm doing something right. But it was the maturation process, but it was the understanding that I learned and the ability to have specific individual conversations about different situations that I had not experienced before, right? Like, what are you going to, how are you going to handle this? How are you going to handle that in a, um, just a one-on-one conversation? And so with this theory, um, in 2011, I was get because what happens with an, with an agent, as you um, get busier, you... Um, start to focus on the, what I call the easier business. Uh, let's see, here's the story. Um, this is, uh, my, can we pull Alex's business? What year? Um, all of it. 2011 or right, so 2011, I'm doing, the year before that I did roughly 30, 35 transactions. And what I realized is that I started what's called cherry picking, um, which is a normal process in the business for people that have a lot of business is you work on the best possible uh, business out there. Well, so, uh, oh, right. So I had more leads and I was just skimming off the top, right? Calling the, the, what I call the, you know, the better half of the leads and there was more leads left over. And then I was, I was trying to I guess the first one failed because I, I had, at the time, short sales specialist on my team, right? So that was a different era. We don't need to talk about that anymore. And then I had a, um, I had a transaction coordinator and a short sales specialist, and I was trying to turn that short sales specialist into a buyer's agent, but um, that didn't work. So um, this guy, his name is Alex, uh, I put in... I don't know if I put an ad out or if I reached, he knew somebody, something. Because Ashley, Ashley did refer him. Actually, my second mentee referred my first mentee, which is oddly enough. But I was looking for someone that would, um, in my, from the mentor side of it, I was looking for someone that was just going to chase the leads that I, that I didn't want. And then from the mentee side, he didn't have any business. He didn't have enough business and I was like, here's a way that you can make more money while you're doing nothing. Because like when he came in, he's like, I don't, I'm not sure what I should be doing. I have some free time. I seem to squander my free time, meaning I work on things that never lead to, to business. And then you don't get paid for that. So um, I'm like, okay, cool. Well, I got these great leads. Because um, I, it, same leads that we're doing today. It was, I generated leads through Google and through SEO and all that stuff. So uh, the first lead that, I mean, because Alex pull up the CMA, right? The Stallworth at the time. Oh, no, 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 no. Prior to 2011. Prior to 2011. So I, before he joined me, because he joined me about mid, I'm just trying to give you an idea of where um, Alex was at the time. Killing it. Right? So in 2009, uh, he did one, and 2010, he did one, right? So he was uh, <laughs> running a car sales business. <laughs> now you can tease him. Yes, and his wife is, he, because he, he's just a great guy, he, he couldn't be as slimy as he needed to to make that business succeed. He just said, 
there's just a piece of it because like when I go talk to the other people selling cars, like they're like, well, sometimes you just gotta, you know, make the deal. And then that would, just didn't feel comfortable with him. So I was like, okay, cool. Well, anyway, he wanted to chase real estate. He wanted to make it his career. So I would then give him leads that he would work on. And the first lead was, um, I'm gonna call it a great lead, okay? So it was, uh, the call comes in, it, it's, uh, I talked to the guy briefly on the phone and he's like, you know, I'm interested in this lot over in Cave Creek, so it was on the border of Scottsdale Cave Creek. They're talking about a seller carry and the seller carry, uh, you know, it's about 45,000. So I was like, Alex, you know, this is a great lead. You need to chase it. And because he didn't have other business, um, but I don't know why he told me that because I had talked to them, like it made it more believable for him. I don't understand that relationship and why it happened that way. But when I handed it to him, right? So, cause as an agent at the time I was doing 13 million, that was not what I considered a, a, a great lead. So, uh, Alex goes, meets the guy, has an appointment. I think we went and did the first appointment. Like he, he called the lead after that, made an appointment. And I said, you know what? When you get the appointment, I'll go with you. We'll meet out at the appointment and we'll go from there. So um, that lead, his name was John Moran. Did, oh, first of all, did anyone think that that's a great lead? Right? Seller, carry, piece of land, $45,000. Not a great land, not a great lead, right? That, ha that guy bought five houses over the next four years from us, bought and sold. Meaning the guy just likes to move, I don't know. He got married, divorced, I mean like all this stuff, but whatever, we got paid five times. But it's that kind of, um, I don't know why he thought, but anyway, um, but creating this type of relationship, so, um, that next year, uh, Alex does about three million in leads. But the process was is that he would chase it and then we would do the appointment together or he would come into the appointment and then we'd do ride-alongs. We would do, like what I would go out and I would drive in the car with him, talk about the things that I would talk about. Um, and I did that for him and then we brought over Ashley, his, the girl that originally recruited him and she was like, oh hell, like he's selling a lot of houses. I should have took the job, right? And then in 2013, it was the year that we came out, it was actually pre-fill. Pre-fill. If you knew of the time, pre-fill. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but just in this relationship, it just was the beginning of realizing that um, converting internet leads is a little, a little, a little different. Um, converting higher-end leads is a little different. Convert, like understanding uh, neighborhood values and, and teaching different things. So um, watching this process happen and now we fast forward, um, I, I don't, I feel that I see, what has happened for me is the business is re like it's a, like talk about, Tom, I think of Tom Brady, where the game slows down and he can see the space that looks like it's this big and he throws the ball and it's only this big and it's amazing. But I can see the business in that it started to emerge this year, which had not happened before, but the, there became a level of agents leveling up in understanding this. Um, so 
But also, as I brought on new agents onto the team, I realized that they were not getting this individual attention, so we're developing this program. It's an opt-in program, but it's, uh, it's something that I think that people may need, right? Because it's, uh, I don't know, more helpful than I am now. And the other part of it is, is that we've moved the, the CBOC um, meetings a little more towards listings, and a little more toward away from what I realized that early on in 2013 and 2014 and 2015, we worked a lot on, I mean, it was, they were buyer focused meetings. You were buyer focused. We right. didn't have listings. It was all about buyers. Right. We had, I don't know, I mean, I guess I could pull the numbers, but then you weren't a listing agent then. Right. I only listed houses that were, we were refer that came from my database. Like I only, um... I tried to compete, I just didn't win a lot. No, when, when we started working together, the leads that you took were the were buyer leads. You had buyers in your car. Right? right, so we would do a lot of that, and I think that that's what's happening now with them, where they have buyers in their, but because the conversations change, and it's just very, uh, all right, so we're gonna talk about the program. So there's two things. There's gonna be lead groups, which everybody's gonna be a part of. And then there's the mentor program, which is what you can opt into if you want to opt into it. Because um, what we're going into is, is I, to me, we're going to add two more levels of training to the CBOC training platform. Because you're still going to have uh, myself and Phil on Tuesdays, and we're still going to have tool time. But the lead group is going to be, um, we're going to do more. It's kind of to break it down into small groups so that we can learn together. So I'm not moving out of the puzzle I'm actually getting closer but I know I'm not going to be able to get in the car with every single person but I think that the the ride-alongs and the appointments together is, is was the the cornerstone of the people that have succeeded the most on the team in more so um, it speeds up the learning right that's how I view it is when you're in the car with like if one you got to go shadow Elise Bay for example you're, you, it would speed up your learning, right? That's the goal is we all have an amount of time that we're gonna give this before this is, we're knocking the doors off, we're, and it's wildly successful for each of our individual business. And our goal is to make sure that that happens in that a lot of time that you're all given us, right? And right now, as we get uh, less one-on-one -on -one time with everybody, we think that this might be a good way to get you more exposure to people that are killing it in the business. I also think that in the conversation, because it's uh, as we're giving, as we're creating more and more leads, we're seeing, we're not seeing. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. We sold seventy six buyer side leads so far this year, which is last year we did forty. So that's a little bit more. But I know that these people are leaving money. We're leaving money on the table because as they get busier, there's opportunities that are not getting followed up on that should be dispersed. The other thing is is with the Beth advertising and the other, and uh, as we get better at social media advertising, we're gonna have uh, more and more leads. Uh, meaning that I know that the, some of the senior agents are not chasing the um, stuff at different areas that don't, that, that they don't focus in. Right, meaning that you still, because the thing is, is you still, have the, you still have the broker, you still have me and Phil, it's just adding another level. So, um, in understanding the how to be an agent, being lost, 
is uh, something I, I was or I thought I was lost in 2004, 5, and 6 when I started uh, what I call previewing. And I noticed that that is not a method of agents. We actually seen that this is the, uh, what I think is the lost art in the business. But in the, um, the best way to learn an area is to, what I, what I'm, what I think this is going to create for you is, is going to create a way to get paid while you learn. Meaning that, cause you're going to be working on deals that they're going to, they're going to be, uh, working on or, or handing down to you that, uh, you're going to have to do the work on. But right now, if you're not selling a lot of houses, cause when I look at the, the agents coming over, if you're selling, you know, let's call it less than 12 houses a, a year, there's a lot of free time. And then what it is, is we don't think as agents, I should go look at houses unless I have a buyer. So it's trying to basically uh, <laughs> force you to learn through more opportunity is what I'm trying to do. Is because I know, because I've been in 17,000 houses. I was seeing literally um, 800 to 1,000 houses a year. But ultimately, this is what's made me successful in making me a house expert. But I did it because I had buyers. I had active buyers. But we've, we've noticed with the newer agents is that we're not creating enough appointments. When we did the appointment contest, I was shocked at how little appointments that you guys were on. So uh, this is a, a method to try and speed this up so that you can learn faster. Because... Um, I think that what you do in the appointment, what you talk about, how you manage that is different than when, when you meet with someone else and watch them do it versus what you do it. It's a, uh, I mean, cause I was at the, when I first joined the CBOC team, when I first created the CBOC team, I was literally, we get a lead where they would get a lead and then we would go meet with the lead together. We'd meet with the office. Then we'd get in the car and we'd drive around and then I would not talk to the lead again until they were ready to write the contract. And that is gonna be the same process. But it's still, for me, it's a way to pay you without, pay, like, without just paying you to look at houses, but being involved in deals and watching them deals happen. So it's kind of a, I think it's a win-win. I mean, let's look at, let's see, Alex. Was it a win-win for Alex, right? So now he's doing, you know, uh, what's he going to do, 15 million this year, right? Was it a win-win for Elise? Was it a win-win for Sharon? Yes, right? So, uh, and it, was it a win-win for me? Yes. So it's just trying to create what we already did in that same process, but while we still provide the, over, uh, the structure. overall structure as well as the, it's, uh, we're all going to use the methodology that we created in the process, that it's a, uh, it's a, a service-based approach to selling versus sell. Like, I don't believe that I sell anybody a house. I mean, I'm going to go talk to a guy today. His name is, uh, he's, I don't know, 87? He's old. <laughs> and, he, you know, the thing is, is many people believe that they sell houses. And I do not believe that houses are sold. Is that Steve? No, it's uh, Giovanni. Giovanni. Oh. Yeah. Giovanni. But I, what I know happened, well, what in the process that I created was that 
When I took people to see great houses, they bought them. Actually, I found myself as an idiot because I often would talk people out of buying houses more than letting them buy. I didn't know that. I mean, I know that I, I knew that I was doing it. it was the Don Tar- Sue Tartaglio. She's like, are you going to let me freaking buy one? Right? Like, are you going to stop ruling? Like, she would walk in and she wanted to buy and I was too dumb because um, I was trying to help her identify what her needs were. And um, anyway, you learn. Um, but because I wanted to become a listing agent also, I don't like selling people crappy houses. Meaning if it backs to a road, that thing's going to be hard to sell. Isn't that terrible? But it's the truth. I was, when, I, when I first was selling houses to people, I was trying to pick great houses for them because what it was is I wouldn't have to sell it. But it's just learning this service-based mentality in finding the houses which we're going to... Um, but I realize that we have to f- essentially not force, but if we pay, we're paying you through the process of on these deals that you will uh, we'll all grow together. Questions? Lori? What's that? I said I really appreciate what you're saying. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. I think it's uh, not fair that I am no longer in the car with everybody. But, uh, I mean, I don't know. They're uh, they're doing, I mean, Sharon's converted more web leads in a year by volume than I did in any individual year, right? Like, the reality is pretty good. Just like... um, I expect that there's going to be people in this room that are going to surpass the people that they're working with, and that's okay. It's just the speed of learning, because sometimes you, because uh, it's not like you're, it's not like they're going to make you say it this way. You're just going to see and be in there and see the the reactions that will be helpful. All right. Uh, the development of process over product, meaning. That I think when your mentor tells you to do something, I think you're gonna do it more. I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna listen to them because it's just that that natural relationship. Um, in trying to, because this is what what I see that we don't have in most of the people in the room is a commitment to process in trying to learn these processes. What's next? Uh, through field training and the car trading and meeting training. Yes, you're going to be doing more work than them on the deal, but that's okay because it's this work which is going to make you great. Is what me because I, I mean, you know, my my web leads. I was looking at anywhere from forty to eighty houses for them. Ouch! Right, but the, the thing is, is that when you know it's going to lead to a sale, you don't you don't care as much. But I didn't realize that it was going to teach me what what it taught me. So uh, here's a breakdown of the program. So if you opt in on your business, you're gonna, because the thing is, is the coaching's gonna be on your business as well as on their business, right? So for, I don't know if it's gonna be this number. There's gonna be no tiers, but I don't know. It's just, anything that we have developed is, is what I considered fair. There's not, when we go to mastermind groups and the other, coaches in the room or agents or top agents. To me, what has led to the Seabock team growth is allowing all of us to grow our business together in an equal manner. But the thing is, is 
to get the mentors to give you enough time, I had to add this piece of it to it. But it's just to speed up the deals, right? So, and then the, the CBOC splits will kick in after that. Uh, we're, they're only gonna get paid on deals that close. It's gonna be on your leads and, and it's gonna be volunteer, meaning that you don't have to. We're, if you want, you can still just be in the lead groups. The lead groups are gonna comprise of a mentor, um, and what I call the um, growing stars, and then it will be the mentors. But I mean, it's, there's really no difference other than that you're gonna be in the agreement. But I, I was just using it as a way to have more time with them, because we're gonna do these, uh, we're gonna talk about the lead groups a little more in class today, but it's, just, it's more uh, batting practice. It's more, um, my wife, my daughter wants to be an actress, so. It's more um, stage time. Stage time, <laughs> yeah, right? It's, what it is is to create more opportunities to be in these, because I think that you get better at the phone calls when you have more deals to talk about, meaning that there's, it creates this fire and excitement when you're on the phone, because I'm not hearing it, um, in that when you're forced to do work, but get paid on it. So I think that you're gonna make roughly three to 500, uh, on the business that, on the leads that they pass down, there's gonna be, you know, um, you th this is the range. On the buyer leads that are passed through to you is gonna be the range of what I think you're gonna make on a deal. We'll probably set a minimum, and then there will probably be a maximum as well. People at the buyer agent checklist. Right, has anyone seen this document before? Vicky has. Eileen has, Mark has, okay. But it's, this is, uh, this came up in 2013. So this is what I consider the path to selling a home. Now we created, you know, we showed you the critical path, but this is kind of the, all of the things that you should be doing on a buyer. But it, it tells me where the work is performed. So this is kind of how we're gonna have the breakdown in payout. Um, on these deals, but it's just really essentially to create more opportunity to work with more people to convert more leads at a higher rate. Um, but go through here, initial setup, like meaning, okay, when you get a lead, do you set up an e-alert? Do you also send homes from MLS? Right, like those kind of questions we don't talk about in class anymore, but understanding, okay, do you video first, right? So what do you, you know, when do you preview? All of those things. Um, the, uh, scroll down. What it is, is this process is 100%. Now this is, the lead portion of it is what I think, I still think that providing a lead is worth 50%. We're, we're probably gonna, I'm probably gonna take less. And maybe that number, it may grow from there, but I also don't wanna, I, I don't want you to think that this is gonna be massive amounts of money, but you are gonna get paid on doing the work for when you're involved in the deals. And this is just the breakdown of, meaning if you do the buyer qualification, if you do the previewing, then we, you're, the more work you're gonna do, the, the more you're gonna get paid on the deals. Questions? This program's really set up more for buyer leads. Right. It is listing. Because they can't convert seller leads either. <laughs> seller leads are effing hard to convert. I mean, I, I don't, the thing is, is um, we're working on getting better at it. Yeah, 
there's a hmm competing and winning on buyer leads over 300,000 is vicious it is not easy it is uh, I don't know I don't know if I answered your question yeah, I mean, the thing is, is you're going to identify... It's a big part of the focus, but it's not the only thing that you guys are going to be talking about, right? It is just what we see as the biggest hole of opportunity that, that's not being addressed right now enough, right? The reality is when Joanne Calloway and Joseph Calloway started sitting open houses in 1999, they converted 99 buyer deals, right? That was their best listing strategy. The more buyers you put in houses, the more listings you're going to get down the road. That's been our best listing strategy. We mail, we advertise, we do everything else as well, but those leads that call you back that you sold the house to is where it's at. We want more of those, right? You guys want more of those. Right. We need to increase the amount of conversions and sell more buyers because the thing is, is the sold client refers you the most. It's the easiest business. And if we're not selling enough of them, then that will lead to more sales. But also, the thing, the reality is, is who knows what will be the next evolution of it. But um, what we learned this year was because I used to not let agents call seller leads, and this year I let agents work on the seller side, and now that is proven to be super. Uh, here's my analogy: um, as long as you're getting, if you're getting paid on something, you chase it harder. Um, so you're still going to be involved. I mean, here's the thing is one of the things that we do is called a buyer letter. Um, we need you to generate more of these, but you're probably going to do the buyer letter appointment, not the person you're going to, it's going to force more appointments and that's going to lead to sales and you're going to be involved in that sale. So, um, I don't know. I don't, I mean, this is not this is for, for more deals, which means more money, right? That's the goal. Uh, maybe I need to be patient. I guess I'm just kind of confused because I see the 70-30 split. And then you said if you give a lead, it's 50-50. Will it work out kind of like your mentor if he gives you a lead? And in essence, it would be like you giving us a lead and it's a 50-50 split. No, it's going to be um, – no, great question. I, I'm probably going to take less than 50. I don't know what the split's going to be. I don't know what is fair. Because we haven't yeah, done one. I guess one. I'm just trying to figure out like examples of how it works because I see this and then like I worked with Alex on a buyer at one point. And okay. He was more just like, hey, here's the dude. I'm out of town. Go work with him. We okay. did and it all worked out. Is it going to be more? What'd you get? Yeah, no, tell me about it. Well, I think he, he paid me hourly for the time I was out with him and then it was 20% of the commission at closing. So very similar. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess I was just figuring out is it more of, hey, here's John. Go work with him. Take care of it. Or is it more... I already showed John Holmes and you need to go preview for him. No, I think it's going to be more handoff. I think it's going to be both, to be honest, as we're trying to figure out. Well, here's what I think is is when John's buying a million, when John's buying a million dollar house, I think that they're going to be more involved. Yeah. When, when John's buying a $300,000 house, I think it's just going to be go work with John. And then the splits are different. If we bring in our own business for stuff we're doing, it's, 70 30 if you're part of it right yeah. but they're going to get a piece of it is right. what it is so i'm just gonna yeah. because they're going to give mark first That's, that was my everybody's going to be every split's going to say that again so here's our business now uh -huh. see bach leads and what we uh -huh. ourselves here's the incremental business that we will get or have an opportunity to chase because we're working with the mentor that 70 30 and everything else affects both of them i'm asking 
I don't know it affects both of them. I think you and I are the same way. We yeah. just are trying to see this flow chart of what are splits. And then Alex, Elise, whoever's the... It's leading. not just affecting uh, just the incremental business. It's affecting everything. Well, I mean, here, look, in the program, for instance, right now you're paying seventy five twenty five up to two million anyway. Yeah. So it's only five percent more to get the mentorship, uh, to get them to help you. Essentially, ten deals. If it's times two, if it's two hundred thousand, because the average lead that an agent converts on a new agent coming over is two hundred or two twenty-five. So meaning that you your organic leads are lower priced. No matter that's just what the average is. I can't help with what it is. So at ten of those deals, you're paying five percent more to get the incremental business of the lead, extra leads that are better leads to come to flow through you. Yeah. Does that explain it or yeah, no? I was thinking it would be 70-30 of the 70. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, okay. that's what I, thought, I thought we were going to take another yeah. third of that. No, 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 no. It's only a 5% increase on yours. It. It's not and a... Just so you know, overall, I'm in the mindset of fewer options. Right? Simplicity is where we're trying to get with our programs and the tiers and everything that we do because we've got so many options out there depending on what lead generated by whom and what side. Yeah, my wife hates me. <laughs> Meaning trying to Her do wife, the accounting yeah, on the back end. His wife is the bookkeeper, right? And so when I have to go in and I have to say, okay, here's the deal on this individual transaction and it's different than here's the deal on this individual transaction and now given the amount of transactions that we have, it's complex. Mm-hmm. And so our goal is to simplify. I don't want to start cutting 70-30s on top of 70-30s. That's the opposite direction of where we're trying to go. I think that Jeff's note where it says no tears is directly because we've started talking about simplifying the system so that it's fair across the board. It's just to if they're to add more levels than just at 70-30 for the first 10 deals and trying to keep it, it's pretty clear cut. Vicki had a question in the back. How about an exam, two examples? One where it's our business and that we see what the bottom line is rather than just talking. I mean, essentially, you're going to get a piece of their 50%, although I think it probably is going to be their 40%. We haven't finalized that, but it's going to be in just trying to see what the... Uh, I think it would be a lot easier, though, if we had numbers to look at. I, Vicki, I'm with you, eye to eye, right? Like, this meeting today is to introduce where we're, where our heads are at right now and know that we are putting this down to a math formula, but this is where we're at, right? We wanted to. We understand that we're probably going to get less of a split because we're going to have more people getting paid per deal, right? That's where we're at. What is that... What does it come out to 70-30 based on all the different options as business comes in? I don't know yet. We've got we to gotta write out every single step that's out there. But this is just kind of the direction that we see our team going and wanted to get your guys' questions. Instead of showing concerns. agents, which where we worked with, and Matt was the most involved person in the showing agents, very similar to that, but there wasn't as much value to the mentee and the showing agent because it was just, here, go do, do this and you'll get paid. Now, it uh, basically, it's giving you a chance to have someone that you can feel free to uh, ask questions to, like on a regular basis. Um, in addition, we, we need to incentivize the mentors to take you into their style, to take you into their meetings, to take you into the car with them as they drive around. On a CBEC lead, essentially, Vicky, it's just going to be, I don't know, 20 roughly 20% is what I'm thinking, or to 30%. And I think it's going to range between 5 and and three thousand dollars. There's no additional deductions. 
I mean, it's just the standard two fifty for the for fifty percent, and then two fifty for the marketing. I mean, we're gonna spend we're spending uh, seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars on marketing next year. So the two fifty is just a drop in the bucket to what it is, and it's only collected like we don't charge for leads. So the leads are. I mean, that, the, this is just this to me. This is to help us convert more leads and having more attention on the leads. But it's it's still. Roughly twenty to twenty-five percent of the deal is where I'm at with it. So what about uh, Kathy's mentee? Thankfully, that's different. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we only have two. We only have two. Yeah, well, right now, two people in that, right? Yeah, you and Daniel. Well, that's a separate conversation. But right now, conversation. Yeah. So is it just when you're with a mentor? Would it be just you two, or would it be changes from different? It's not going to be that. Go ahead. Would it just be a, a two-person? Yes. It's not like you're going through this. Person. No, no, no. You're, that's, I, I did it to, I think it helps to be assigned to a person. Right. Versus getting, I mean, maybe if you go six months, we might change you if there's a conflict in personality. Right? Like, I just don't I like expect that. that right. Actually. Okay. I expect people to say, you know what, this mentor isn't doing it for me. Can I try another one? I expect that. Right. But there's also kind of like um, trying to get my, my daughter to change chemistry classes. <laughs> right? It's not like, you know, we had two appointments and it's not working. Right? Like, first we got to, you know, massively fail before we can go to the guidance counselor to go move to a different class. Meaning it's, a, it's not like, you know, I mean, it's, it, there's going to be structure to moving. But it, but it is going to be, the whole idea was I'm going to create a lead group. In the lead group, it's going to be myself and Phil and six people. And we're going to call leads and we're going to do scripting and all that stuff. Ideally, you're going to be in the lead group to help also see them person more to build that relationship and also to build that trust. Did that answer your question? It did, yeah. I just wanted to... Good question. Be- yeah. I, just, I mean, unless you guys think it's different, but I thought it would be better yeah, if you just... One-on-one. Uh, Eileen was first, Gina. Sorry. Go ahead. So in the lead groups, your mentor is also going to be a part of your lead group? Your lead group. Okay. Yes. And I thought that that would be the best way to get more exposure as well because there's going to be a mandatory amount of meetings that they have to have with you as well and lead flow. Um, the thing, the, at the end of the day, it was like, okay, we're giving out these leads and nothing's happened with them. And then when we start listening to the calls on the phone, I'm like, F, these, these people are, when I mean, Justin and I are listening to the calls and going, nothing happened with it, right? Like, so we just needed to push you guys a little further um, but knowing that I can't get to being in the car with everybody. There was, okay, Gina. That was what I was going to ask. If the mentors were going to be in the lead groups? Yeah. It's yeah. seven, yeah. Uh, it's uh, Alex, Elise, Sharon, Stacy. Because uh, Stacy's really good at converting leads. She just doesn't work a lot. <laughs> she likes being <laughs> Uh, no, but honestly, like, 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 <laughs> honestly, she just, um, you know, uh, her lifestyle is a little different, uh, her background, all that stuff. Um, she just not chasing anything that's lower, and that's why I'm like, so, you know, we gotta, you know, uh, Aaron, Morgan, parks. the parks, yeah, parks are good at lead conversion. The parks went from two million to six million this year. They're gonna do over ten million. They get it. They get it on fire, but that's going to be people in the room is that when you're introduced to this stuff, you're going to excel at a faster rate and it's uh, 
good for you. That's the whole idea is to try and, but right now the connections aren't happening as I'm seeing a lot of conversations, but not a lot of appointments and not a lot of close sales. It's like, where is the disconnect? How can we foster this relationship further? More questions. Questions are good. I guess it's not really a question per se for us maybe right now, but uh, how often do we help them with their business? I know you mentioned they might have a yeah, I mean, to me, I'm thinking at least four, I'm hoping for four four meetings to six meetings a month, something to that range. Uh, but I mean, there's a, but that's not that's not your question. Oh, business wise, correct. Say yeah, that again. Working with buyers, so more business wise. What's the question? How often the question do you is how much time do you meetings? have to work, and how much? What's your capacity? Okay. Right. I mean, that's it's based. It's still a human business, right? It's yeah. not like hey. Matt, where you at, dude? I gave you ten leads, and now you're not calling them. It's um, do you have time to go show houses this weekend? Do you have time over the next three days to preview these fifteen houses for this person? Right? Yes. No. Okay. Great. Gina, do you have time? No. Okay. Great. Gina, do you have time? Right. Let's. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's still up to you how much you want to work. This doesn't mean that we don't all work the same hour. We don't all have the same weekly hours. I, I was just looking at it like, what the hell are y'all doing during the week? And this is kind of a way of basically figuring that we, with two of you, we're going to convert to the higher rate. It's a way of um, having you do more work on business that's going to close. Because the conversation with business that leads to no closings is a different conversation than business that leads to um, business that closes. So it's what is that? Wh why is my? Why do I say this and nothing happens, and they say it and. They walk home, they get paid, that sucks, right? It's just, but the reality is, is we gotta change the way we speak, but I think that if you hear someone else say it a different way, you'll think of it different. More questions? Cool, do we get through the whole thing? Is there anything left? And then we'll take five minutes and then come back for class. Uh, yeah, learning how to, I mean, to me, it's trying to get uh, multiple closings because that has not happened, right? Like for the newer agents, but to get into, right, when you see at least close seven houses in a month, right? It's just like, or three and four deals, like this, this, it's just trying to get to that. What are the activities that you do to focus on the right activities at the right time? Um, yeah. What's that? Yeah, okay. All right, we'll take a break and come back in. So, uh, it, again, it's opt-in. You don't have to. You're going to be a part of the lead group no matter what. But if you want to be a part of this, um, I don't know, I think it's going to be massively successful. So um, it is the way we've made agents successful in the past. We're just going to keep doing it. Thank you for coming. So do we just... Um... Thanks for listening to this edition of Real Estate 2020, a series by Seabach Team, Realty One Group's number one real estate team. Make sure you stay up to date by following us on soundcloud.com forward slash real estate 2020. That's the number 20 and number 20 again. You can also follow Seabach for more tools, resources, information, and so much more at seabach.com. That's S-I-B-B-A-C-H.com and too many listings.com as well as follow us on all major social media platforms, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And lastly, make sure you review us on SoundCloud to share with your friends and stay up to date for the latest episodes for Real Estate 2020. We'll see you next time.